0: This week on Aliens Explored, we will be reviewing Project Aquarius by Eddie Page, a supposedly above top secret report into the CIA's efforts to create a starseed human ET hybrid. Claiming to be one of these hybrids himself, Page takes us on a whistle-stop tour of all your favourite conspiracy theory talking points, from mankind's origins all the way through to the end of days, by way of Roswell, the Kennedy assassination, Saddam's missing WMD, and many others. This episode of Aliens Explored is dedicated to our Explorer of the Week, Toby Foams. Be like Toby by checking out our Patreon at patreon.com forward Aliens Explored to find a tier that's right for you. you. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far fetched, isn't it?
1: Welcome back, listeners, to Aliens Explored, your weekly podcast for things extraterrestrial, the people around them, the UFOs, the UAPs, the flying saucers, the weird and the wonderful. I'm Stu Jackson, one of your weird and wonderful hosts. And
0: uh, I'm Neil Kelly, your other host. <laughs> <laughs> He's mate. (laughs) He's mate.
1: (laughs) How are you doing, Neil?
0: Yeah, I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you? Mm, mm.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I've been keeping busy with uh, lots of filming lately.
0: That's Um, nice. Yeah. I'm filming um, commercially. I mean, doing film projects that you're getting paid for, that sort of thing. Professionally. Absolutely.
1: That's Uh, the best way, isn't it? How's your blood sugar?
0: Um that was a warning that it's it's low, it's kind of bumpy along the bottom. What happened was my blood sugar was really high. So I took a load of insulin and uh and it's plummeted. Uh yeah, but I've just eaten something, so that should um that should it, it should start going upwards again.
1: Right, okay. Well yeah, keep keep an eye on that because if we need to uh suspend the the recording we can do that. Mm. Um yeah. Um, no, I've been, yes, filming uh, commercially, professionally. Um, yeah. Oh. Any,
0: any, any good money breaks. projects? Not, any, not
1: good money, I wouldn't say. Um, but some really interesting ones, I, I did an East London gangster uh, last week.
0: So I had, to do, I, had to, I had to do
1: a gravelly sort of voice <laughs> with an accent.
0: <laughs> you know, hold right? him and I'll cuss him. Eh, shatter you, slag.
1: (laughs) That kind of thing. Um,
0: uh, And
1: also, on top of that, they had me smoking as well, uh, Mm. because the character smoked. Now, um, obviously, it was nicotine-free. It was herbal cigarettes. Not that kind of herbal. Um, But, yeah, it was Mm. herbal. Um,
0: Because it's been eight years since I was a smoker. Wow. Uh, And that was the first time. I mean we both know that smoking is a very difficult thing to film for continuity mm, you know yes. I think we've all seen low budget movies where someone's cigarette seems to be sort of shrinking a bit and then it grows a bit and then it shrink's a, <laughs> bit, <you> know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a different length every shot you know yeah so um,
1: it's... yeah, but that's what they want admit it, and it ended up absolutely
0: destroying my voice it was um. Yeah. do you, do you say on your profile that you're willing to smoke um is that I, kind of a... i
1: don't i i don't know to be honest i mean i've got you know like most of us actors i've got multiple profiles out there mm. um yeah if there's an option to say yeah you're willing to smoke then yes i mean i am um, i'm not
0: sure what mine says about that whether i'll smoke or not yeah
1: because
0: well, yeah. i'm I mean, if you're not used to smoking, I mean, smoking will make you sick as well. But that's
1: that's the thing. It really did. It it affected my voice quite badly, and um...
0: but no, I mean, it actually make you throw up. Oh, Good it day. wasn't that bad. It was okay.
1: Mm. I think the nicotine free ones are, are are pretty okay like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I was on a um, a date like. <laughs> Not, uh, the day after we finished filming, I was on date that evening and she was commenting on how sexy my voice was.
0: <sighs>
1: Don't get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's because my throat is
0: sore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Uh, I, oh, I did want to ask you, I, I know you're still working very, very hard uh, with your mm. Mr. Monopoly, um, but are you yeah. getting a chance to do sort of filming projects outside of that?
0: No, I get almost no chance to do anything outside of it. I mean, they are... um, The workload might ease up. We've got more... Apparently, they're recruiting a new Mr. Monopoly, and we've got a couple of um, guys who are not on contract, just freelancers, who do Mr. Monopoly. So there's two of us on contract and, and two freelancers with possibly another one floating around. But we've heard talk of auditions to get more Mr. Monopolies. We've also heard talk... I mean. Everything works by rumour in this place. But mm. um there are four Monopoly boards. One of them doesn't use a Mr. Monopoly. It's um it's far more automated and it only has two tokens instead of four people hosting instead of one person per team. It's just got so i.e. four tokens. People, people. When I say tokens, I mean someone playing the part of a battleship or a racing car or a boot. That's a token. Yes. yes. So normally, three games you would have a Mister Monopoly doing the introduction and the finale, and you would have four of these people acting as tokens, taking their team around the board on the own it all model on the on the fourth board you don't have that you have no Mr Monopoly and you only have two tokens so i'm taking a really long time to explain something that's quite simple <laughs> but the rumor is that one of the boards is going to close down in a few weeks time to be remodeled on that on that no mr monopoly model um, so we'll see we, we might find we have what I, what i'm getting at in my rambling way is that we might get to a stage where we have less work and more people doing it So it could very well be that I will be freed up more or at least it'll be easier to take time off or I might suddenly find that my six-day week or unless I ask for a day off has gone down to a four- or three-day week. Don't know.
1: Mm. Just have to
0: see. Oh, well.
1: Make hay while the sun shines, I think, is there.
0: Yeah, and who knows?
1: Something else might come up. Oh, we're actors. Something else always comes up. Uh, we're used to that now. Anyway, speaking of things coming up, um so uh, we I I heard quite recently about this um this project Aquarius. Um I haven't mm. been I'll be honest, I hadn't been privy to it um until very, very recently. Um this is uh a chap called Eddie Page. Mm. who claims that uh, Project Aquarius is effectively a a project within the CIA uh, that involves getting aliens to impregnate people. uh, So they have sort of hybrid child starseeds, a starseed program.
0: Now, the CIA do tend to be
1: a bit... Closed mouth about that kind of thing, don't they? They, understandably so. Um, this uh, specifically is apparently to do with the uh, player, Pleiadians mm. That pronunciation correctly. Um, and Eddie himself uh, claims to have been fathered by an extraterrestrial, huh. which is Does Harry, he indeed. Uh, he gets into this program. So, I mean, first question, as, as I often put to you, Neil, mm. um, even though I'd not heard of this one myself until recently, had you heard of this particular program before?
0: Um, I don't know if i would heard about the CIA involvement. I've certainly heard about these star seeds. Or was it indigo children, hybrids of humans and in some sort of extraterrestrial. I mean, it, it also goes back to where do we come from as Homo sapiens mm. that we know in our own history? Certainly we have evolved from, well, maybe not all our listeners will be on board with this, this certainly. Um, we've evolved from, well, apes, or actually we've evolved from fish to some sort of land creature, um, become an ape and then become Homo erectus the um, Neanderthal man who was quite a successful creature, lived on the earth for about a million years, mm-hmm. um, was at, at harmony with his environment. He wasn't top of the food chain, but then suddenly evolved into Homo sapiens. And how did this happen? Was this, you know, it can be speculated, was there some kind of external intervention that, that, uh, that turned... You know, did, did did Homo sapiens just suddenly appear or did um, Neanderthals suddenly start giving birth to these other creatures, us, who were, you know, with our, with our larger brains or our, 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 our better ability to use them, whether they were physically larger or not, um, were actually able to take over, wipe out the ne- Neanderthals and wipe out lots of other things as well and put ourselves most of the time, at the top of the food chain. I mean, when you're swimming in a crocodile-infested river, yeah, you're not top of the food chain now. <laughs> but in that particular instance, but generally, globally, we are top of the food chain. So is that where we've come from as is, is this version of humanity? Is that where we've, you know, sometime, however many tens of thousands of years ago, was there some kind of intervention that prompted that? mutation. Well,
1: absolutely. And it's worth mentioning as well, the, the whole missing link part of that. So mm. yeah, going from Neanderthal to Homo sapiens uh, or Homo erectus. Um, yeah, there's, there, there's a distinct gap um, in that field. So yeah, you've got Neanderthal man, then seemingly the next day they're, they're giving birth to yeah it it doesn't evolution doesn't work that way there would be a progression and there is this gap uh, the missing link as it's generally called um yeah does suggest something something radical happened um, and a lot of people have indeed theorized that it was um, it was extraterrestrial involvement playing about with our genome now uh,
0: the This is something I'm just realising from, you know, (laughs) I'm not talking about mixing genes, I'm talking about mixing drinks. But this is where this idea would come from. Presumably, say if you took um, a human being and some kind of monkey and you were able to create a hybrid, you could breed them. What you would create would be something probably not as intelligent as the human, but more intelligent than the monkey. Mm-hmm. You'd have this hybrid. So if 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 these if these um super, superior aliens arrived from space and created some sort of hybrid of them and Homo erectus, that it would have come up with something that's not as intelligent as them, but more intelligent than Homo erectus, intelligent enough to take over. You would then wonder, well, why don't we go back again and create another hybrid of this new human, this of Homo sapien, and and this, ex, this extraterrestrial intelligence to create a new breed of, of human that's somewhere in between where we are now and between these, and, and these extraterrestrial intelligences.
1: Well, that's assuming that these extraterrestrials are more intelligent than us. Um, and don't forget there, there's a difference between intelligence and knowledge, and certainly between
0: intelligence and technology. Um, um, well, yeah, you could say that. Although we are a highly advanced society compared to, say, hunter gatherers in some mm-hmm. remote jungle, um, we do have people in our society who are as thick as shit, who don't know anything <laughs> about how any. They don't know. Yeah, they might be surrounded by any, all this technology, but they don't understand any of it any more than some hunter gatherer might understand it, or someone, you know, someone from a more primitive society could be more intelligent they could be better read they could be
1: they could have a better
0: understanding of the world and certainly a better understanding of their environment hunter gatherers know how to do everything they know how to hunt they know how to build shelters they know how to build fires they know how to raise children they know how to do everything that needs to be done we've got people who don't know know, know how to do anything i'm probably one of them
1: but instantly you're saying like better read understanding this better that better that's knowledge and and yeah, I yeah. I am totally on board with what you're saying, but it's it's really easy, and in the, it in the, kind of demonstrates how easy it is to fall into that trap of confusing intelligence and knowledge. Hmm. Um, they are they are completely separate things. So just because, and I would say this to anyone out there, just because somebody is not well read, doesn't have many qualifications, um, you know, or anything like that, does not mean they're not intelligent. Intelligence Hmm. is a different thing. Anyway, um, but yeah, absolutely. And this is a lot of people have um, theorized that the Anunnaki came and, uh, yeah, sort of interfered with humans. Uh, Basically, they wanted to create a race that, that would kind of a slave labour race uh, that would Mm. be capable of uh, functioning properly on their own planet. And that's why they played about with our genome. Like you're right Um, to say, we
0: wiped out Neanderthal just merely by our existence. So we would have to assume if someone did that again, someone came from some other dimension or planet to breed with us and create a more superior being, a a more, uh, well, in whatever way, superior. More evolved. We got it, more evolved being. Um, you've got to expect that um, the lesser evolved beings will be wiped out, just like the Neanderthals were by the last sudden change, the sudden evolutionary yeah. change. Um, but we know that in our own society, you can see that there are people who, I mean, maybe it's just used as an insult, but I certainly see people who are, less evolved than us people who are still bowing and scraping to kings and queens and princesses you know, they're behaving like <laughs> it's a thousand years ago like they're in a medieval fairy tale or something mm-hmm. um soldiers who who go to war they might be going to a modern war but they're not much more evolved than soldiers who are at the battle of hastings or marathon you know they're still going to do the same thing um maybe they're, they're, the the weapons at their disposal are a bit more advanced but Actually what they're doing isn't more evolved than that. No, nope. again that's technology
1: rather than um Yeah the, than anything else. Um yeah, absolutely. Um it's I mean, I think there's a there's a danger between uh someone having a different philosophy and as much as I you and I, <laughs> our hmm. philosophies align on such things as monarchies. Uh, mm. And anyone who claims simply that they're better than other people simply by an accident of birth, mm. um, or, or or because their invisible friend tells them that they are, mm. um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm. But that's a philosophy, and I think a dif- different philosophy. Mm. Let's be careful not to um, uh, to suggest that that makes them less evolved. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah. yeah, I know we like to think that, <laughs> mm.
1: but well, yeah, I that's mean, a different
0: it, it has been, I mean, I saw an interview with uh, Noam Chomsky
1: mm-hmm.
0: where he said that actually the fact that we are still here now is a miracle. We yes. have come within minutes of nuclear alliance, annihilation several times in the last mm. half century or or, or so. Um, and that yeah... We're only gonna we we're not gonna survive this unless we evolve beyond this we' become these sort of primitive but warlike apes yeah um unless we can evolve beyond that need to to form tribes and 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 be hostile towards other tribes um we're we're not getting out of this you know that a nuclear war is kind of inevitable unless a, there's a very a very destructive war. intervention uh yeah unless we can unless we can change the way we inhabit the planet um i know a lot of our listeners are going to disagree with this we've probably got listeners Mm -hmm. who don't think that climate change is a real thing but if you accept that it is then that's going to lead to massive something like you know humanity's never seen before whole areas of the planet are going to become uninhabitable people are going to be on the move on mass and that's going to cause wars and that's going yep. to cause very, very destructive. As, as well as you know, the, the climate jam- damage to the planet, there will be the human knock-on effect. And we're heading for a complete catastrophe if we don't do something right now. And that involves evolving into something else. But let's look at what um, Eddie Page is about. Um, this this is his book, The True Story of the Extraterrestrial Starseed Unit Inside the CIA um, by Eddie Page. Above top secret revelations about the creation of planet Earth, mankind's origins, the Bible, the Roswell incident, the Kennedy assassination, alien visitations and abductions, the Vatican, Saddam Hussein's missing WMDs, the imminent race war in America and World War Three, NASA, Mars, Nibiru, corrupt US presidents and the end of days. I think we're kind of in. We're getting into QAnon territory here, aren't we? In this guy, Uh,
1: very much so. In fact, in his book, he describes the Clintons as evil incarnate. Mm. I mean, it's you know, it is definitely down the whole. Oh, the Clintons drink the blood of children. It's that Mm. level. um, Yeah, bollocks. Basically, Um, yeah, it's. I mean I have to I have to say I find his claims difficult to swallow. Hmm. Um partly um so he, he claims initially so his own birth was some strange sort of miracle. Hmm. Uh, and in fact he does liken himself to um, to Jesus Christ in many ways. Um, sometimes directly, uh, he, he claims his mother who was a waitress, basically passed out on a park bench, had a dream where she was surrounded by a glowing blue light, uh, was visited by an alien who told her, Oh, everything's going to be fine. And we're going to put a baby in you and he's going to be the next sort of savior. Uh, and then when she awoke, she was pregnant and she had him five months later.
0: Right. So she was very pregnant.
1: So, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm struggling a little bit with that one. Uh, he claims that because of his supernatural origin, uh, he's been sort of let into the inner circle of things that you know, you know, the time he met President Reagan and. Uh, and all this, and uh, been privy to this CIA's Starseed Programme, Project Aquarius, where they're getting uh, Pleiadians to impregnate women and, yeah, fathering these new hybrids who are going to be the next... Level yeah. of human race.
0: So, so he's these are these above top secret revelations. He's just written. A, well, I'm just going to write a book and blab about it. You're, yeah. you're okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think. I mean, I don't think the CIA would let him talk. If this if this really was a serious thing, of this stuff, yeah, you know, they. It, it it is down the rabbit hole, and everything's connected, and it's all. Oh yeah, that makes sense now, and you no. Know, yeah uh, uh, that that's the thing it's you know, you you you're into that territory of secret um deep state governments blood blood sucking satan worshipping pedophiles mm. yeah you know, uh, communist conspiracy you know that's uh, and that that's a funny one i find that the people who who are being completely fucked over by the current system, which is obviously by corporations and capitalism. They say, oh, no, it's not that. It's a communist plot to make us think that capitalism is bad. (laughs) Really? Yeah, you you, you can't just see the way things are and think, yeah, this is bad. You've got to find some – you don't want to – you're so attached to that belief that you you need to invent some – some fairy story behind it to, oh, as to why it's actually making your life a misery. We're getting a bit political here.
1: Well, we have the same thing in this country over Brexit um, yeah. because, I mean, and you must have encountered this as well, when you point out how Brexit is like basically turning a lot of aspects of the company, uh, the country to shit um, and you'll get the uh, uh, the Brexit here saying, ah, well, that's because of the, the Remain people. That, yeah. You know, hang on. A, they're not in power. B, well, no, it's happened anyway, because if, if, believe me, if Remainers had any control, we'd still be in the EU.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they've never explained. They said, okay, we're going to leave the EU. We're going to put up trade barriers, and that will improve trade. They never explained how that would work but the fact that it's not yeah. working um, <laughs> it's, it's, is, is somehow the fault of Remainers who have sabotaged Remainers the project. Yeah. And what we've got now, we're in this state where we have a government that sees everything through the lens of Brexit. Everything is to do with Brexit. They're, they're obsessed with it. And we heard recent claims you know, on behalf of Boris Johnson and, and by Boris Johnson that we were only able to roll out the vaccine, the COVID <laughs> yeah. vaccine, because we were out of the EU. Well, there's three things wrong with that. First, it's bollocks. Actually, at the time, we were still in the EU, under EU rules, and everything we did was allowable within that that yep. regulatory framework. The second thing that's wrong with it is we might have got off the starting blocks faster, but we didn't have the fastest rollout. Britain nope. was quickly overtaken by other countries that have better health services, and we had probably the worst death rate in the developed world, including the USA. And the third thing that's wrong with it is that the people they're trying to impress with that um, includes all the anti-vax community. Yeah. You know, if you draw it as a Venn diagram, you've got people who think Brexit is a good idea and you've got people who think the COVID, you know, the COVID vaccines are poison, that it's, it's all a conspiracy. They're entirely within that group of <laughs> Brexiters. And yeah, I'll, I'll make a prediction now. that This is, again, to do with Brexit, a prediction um Rishi Sunak has said one of his five things he's going to do is get inflation down. Inflation is currently raging at 10%. Mm-hmm. Now most economists most mainstream economists say that this is just a spike that regardless of anything that yep. Rishi Sunak's government does or doesn't do that inflation is probably going to come down to about 5%. Yeah. I'll tell you three things I'll make three predictions. The first one is that when it does come down, Rishi Sunak will claim that it was his policies that, that brought it about. Um, and and probably mentioned, you know, I stood up to the greedy trade union barons will probably be a big oh, part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Might might not, but definitely he will claim that it was down to his policies. The second thing he will claim will be that those policies were only possible because we're no longer in the EU, <laughs> that, this act, that Brexit enabled us to get inflation down. And the third thing I'll predict is that all the mugs who read the Daily Telegraph, the Daily Mail, the Daily Express, the Sun, will believe him. Mm. Rant over. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about starseed children.
1: We? And as, as our listeners uh, switch off in droves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, other political opinions uh, um. <laughs> are, are available. <laughs> just, just perhaps not on this podcast. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this Eddie Page, he does seem to be a bit of an extreme right-wing nut job.
0: Yeah, I think that's a that's, a, that's an accurate description. I think. Um, um, I mean, many of our many of our listeners may may believe that all these things are connected, and may want to may want to read his book. Yeah, or uh, several books, I think. Oh, when yeah. when
1: you re, uh, well, it's only the one that I'm aware of. Um, hmm. When you read the uh, reviews, it's yeah, it's interesting. A lot of people are, oh yes, this guy tells the absolute truth, and hmm. oh yeah, it's like you know, and, and, and you just know that all the reviews have been written by bots. Hmm. <laughs> it's just it's absolutely <laughs> obvious. Yeah, um, but yeah. Anyway, um, so <sighs> so. Let's let's take Eddie Page out of the equation and mm. let's ask a very, very simple question as we come to the close of today's episode. Mm. A starseed program being operated by the CIA.
0: How possible do you think that is? Um I'd have to ask a geneticist. I I don't know. But when when it comes to um, creating hybrid beings from breeding to two different types of creature, I don't know if you can. I don't know if it is possible, for instance, to to combine a human with a chimpanzee. I don't think that is well. Ethically, it wouldn't be. They wouldn't want to be doing it. But um,
1: outside of a laboratory, no, mm. you can't. Um, I mean, there's a whole Dr. Moreau thing about you know. Mm. Um, but he he was more about turning the animals into something akin to humans wasn't it oh, um, all right but i mean
0: stories from racist apartheid south Africa they used to accuse the black people of being you know, inferior beings and accuse them of shagging monkeys mm-hmm. well did any of those you know human no simian interactions ever produce any offspring well, no no right but but was the the fact that they were having sex with animals was that was that tr- people? I mean, we know people do have sex with animals, but it, it never produces offspring. Does no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, you don't get so, any chimeras from that at all, or anything like that. Um, yeah.
1: And and interesting. So um, obviously, I, I'm a big sci-fi person. I, hmm. I watch a lot of Star Trek, and in there, you'll get like you know a Klingon and, and a human, or like you know have a half Klingon child. Um, and and i remember hearing a, or reading a uh, a scientist talk about this and said like you know if you've got two beings from different planets hmm. we'd have <coughs> we, we'd have more chance on this planet of a human mating with the daffodil than we have hmm. of a human mating with a being from another planet um <laughs> because at least with the daffodil we're, we're, you know, biologically we have some connection, being from the same planet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that I, I kind I of sp- puts it in perspective for me. I suppose with least. different
0: kinds of dogs, for instance, if you're breeding different kinds of dogs, you can. I mean, people try and keep their dogs purebred, don't they? The, the more valuable ones. But if you, you know, if you if you if you mate a Labrador with a Poodle, I guess essentially it's they so similar. Yeah, you get a Labradoodle, but. They're, they're such similar animals. Similarly,
1: There's still canines, but you wouldn't get a, a
0: cat and a dog. No, or um, a, mu- a a horse and a donkey to produce a mule. Mm. And the, but a mule itself can't reproduce because it has the wrong number of chromosomes. Yeah, they're whatever. born it's sterile, aren't they? They're born sterile. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. impossible for them to to reproduce themselves that's
1: an incredibly similar animal um so yeah so yeah uh yeah i i'm i'm taking it with a huge pinch of i mean that's not to say that an incredibly technologically advanced species wouldn't be capable um have they played around with our genetics in the past i think this is a more likely thing i think in the past, yes, our genetics have been played about with, have been manipulated, but mm. actually breeding with humans to make sort of hybrid, I don't know, that that sort of, it smacks of me. I, I remember the, the incredibly powerful sort of racism uh, that went on about, you know, well, you know, all these black men coming over here and, um, you know, mating with our white women, you know, Mm. It, it, it smacks of that sort of thinking. Um, yeah. Like, look how terrible the world will be if
0: this is allowed mm. to happen. And, um, and of course, if people are too closely related genetically, that doesn't work well either. Well, look at so, the royal family. We're straight yeah, back to them again. <laughs> in, inbred, yeah. But you know, it, uh, or, or areas. Yeah, you know, there, there are there are places where they're quite isolated and the population is quite small mm. and you can see the effect of it. You can see that you can tell someone's from a very small gene pool. Whereas if you were to if you were to have a child with someone who was from the other side of the world, from Africa, from South America or whatever, that would be a more resilient child. It would you know the, the yeah. further apart the two parents are in terms of their genes, then that apparently that works best. The metaphorical melting pot is a
1: good idea genetically, absolutely. But But interspecies (laughs) hasn't really been made to work yet. Not so far that we're aware of. What do you think, listeners? Are Eddie's claims of this Starseed program, Project Aquarius, is is there some truth to it? Or uh, is it just the fictional rantings of... uh, No, I'll just leave that hanging. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to get sued. Um, So, yeah, do let us know what you think. You can contact us, of course, via the usual means, through Facebook, through Twitter. You can put a comment on one of our YouTube channels videos and, and do go to our YouTube channel and give us a quick like and subscribe please uh, that will really help us out because we're trying to grow that channel at the moment um, and of course you can email us aliensexplored at gmail.com And even if you are one of our Patreon members, you get exclusive access to our Discord server. So go do go to patreon.com forward slash Aliens Explored and have a look there as well, see if there's anything that you fancy for yourselves and, and help support us in making these videos join us next time though when we'll be going not too far from here Neil we're going up the road into Wales hmm. and we will be looking at a near miss only back in 2008 between a police helicopter and a UFO ok so you don't want to miss that one in the meantime Keep watching out for these interesting claims. And of course, keep watching the skies. Take care for now.
0: Catch you next time. Bye bye.
1: Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Maffucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit AliensExplored.com.